From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. and welcome into episode 5 of the Pucks Out Podcast, a member of the Penalty Box Radio Network. I am Bobby Butler. With me as always, Mr. Brandon Bond. hey We are here in the Standing Stone Farm Studio and we got a great show for you today. It's time to crack open a cold one and talk some hockey and pop culture. Today's beer is Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Thing IPA, the new official beer of the Pucks Out Podcast. We'd like to say thanks to the fine folks over at Sierra Nevada, the new official beer sponsor of the Pucks Out Podcast. That's a good beer. You know, I'm usually not an IPA guy, and this is a, you know, I'm a porter guy. I can sit here and enjoy this beer. Well, it's definitely not super overly hoppy, you know, which is really what you hate. Yeah, and you know, they use those Magnum hops, which, you know, sound like it's going to be very hoppy, but it's uh, it's good. You can, you can, it's very crisp and refreshing. Bigger is better. Yeah. Is what I like to say. All right. We got a lot to talk about today. A lot of stuff in the news. How have you been this week, Brandon? Yeah, so we both want to talk about that that Predators game that we went to yesterday. Shout out Mama Jane for giving me those tickets, yeah. so I actually got to be out there. And if you're listening on Wednesday, it was not yesterday. It was on Sunday against the Blues, and yeah, it was the, the a great game. game. It was Hockey Day in America. Kind of losing my voice, man, to yeah. be honest with you. I don't know if anybody going to be able to tell. A lot of yelling. A lot of yelling. Yeah. Dude, I love that kind of hockey. Really defensive. For some reason, I had a feeling I needed to bust out my Kyle Turris jersey. And I did, and I guess it brought the luck, right, man? That was a yeah. fan. That was a dirty goal, by dude. Terrence, man. That was yeah. a beaut of a snipe. That little, that little pullback at the end, and it, oh man, it, it was like one of those situations where someone stops and they just uh, the other guy flies right by. Yeah. What some good hockey, but but even in terms of just good hockey, what a dominant weekend for the Preds yeah. and, and and the push towards the playoffs. Yeah. Right? I said last week that the past three games. In my opinion, the three most important games of the season as of now. Five. And I said we needed to get five out of six points. And what do you know? They rally and get all six, all six points. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was a great weekend, and it really looks like they're they're playing hockey and finally played a second period in the Blues game yesterday. So that's that's good to see. We've been having a really tough second period, even though we've been the number one first period scoring team yeah. in the past like twenty something games. So you know you hate to you hate to see that. Yeah, I was um I was sitting there with my wife. And with about three minutes left in the game, I looked at her and I said, because we just honestly, we weren't playing good offense at all. We no. were playing real defensive. Yeah. You know, Pecorine Peca- stood on his head and really? got us out of that game. A lot of big saves. But I looked over and I said, honestly, if the Preds just get the one loser point tonight, I'll be happy. That Because honestly, they didn't play like a team that should have gotten two points last night. Well, and they already went and won yesterday out of, out, of, out of a game that looked like they had it in hand. Came back and, and and St. Louis tied it up and, and were able to score late in that Saturday game. So yeah, I mean I'm with you, but those guys grinded hard. And and funny and funny thing is basically Yossi was not on the score on the stat sheet. I think the only thing he had was a was a minus one. And so that's that that's not good for Yossi, but it's good to see the team be able to win. Yeah. A, a game like that now that he wasn't doing nothing, but you know, no shots, no, uh, no, 
no points or anything. So you got to be able to win without those without those guys too. But yeah, and you know, speaking of you know getting some performance out of our you know not our top six guys, the Grimaldi Benino Smith line has been on fire. They're one of the top forwards line this season with at least two two hundred minutes played. Uh, you know, according to moneypuck.com, they're up there with, you know, lines like Marchand, Bergeron, and Pasta. One of the lines that haven't really been broken up uh, a lot either. You yeah. Know, that, Which I think bre- breaking up the lines was one of the reasons why Lavi just wasn't getting outcomes that he wanted. He, right. he kept tinkering. John, John Hines is, is tinkering a little bit <clears throat> now, but like because he's new, you know, yeah. you got to figure out what you like it. But that was a line he didn't really tinker with. So that, that's good to see. And I mean, those three guys are, are Nashville, Nashville favorites, even though Benito came in here and beat us uh, in the cup a couple years ago. We Yeah. So, you know, outside of the Preds, uh, we want to send our well wishes to Jay, Mo- to Jay Bowmeister and his family. It sounds like he just got uh, a surgery done and he's uh, left the hospital and he's headed home now. And so, Best yes. well wishes to him and his family. Scary moment, right? And that's, I mean, that's something you don't yeah, want to that see was crazy. On, the, on the side of a of a hockey game. I mean, right before the game, even you know. So I guess it's lucky that it happened before the game oh, started. For sure. and not, if he had been in his hotel, he we, this would be a completely different conversation. Absolutely, we're in, in just the middle of the game, and maybe somebody doesn't realize that he slumps over, you know, because they're into the game or whatever. So um, they the rescheduled. They're going to reschedule the game. Should be no big deal. So let's move on to some news and notes from around the league right now. Let's talk the stadium, stadium series, man. Stadium series was awesome. We actually. saw the first Hattie in a uh, sta- in an outdoor game. Yeah, dude, it was it was fantastic game. I watched that. Um, surprisingly, the Kings winning it. That was that yeah. you didn't see you didn't see that coming. So. Honestly, I think it's because they they had the better helmet game. Them chrome domes I, were awesome. Yeah, they were awesome. All the all the. All the sweaters were awesome. Good hockey we played. I mean, and speaking of stadium series, it was announced that there'll be one in Raleigh next year. So that's awesome. We'll be there in partnership with Sierra Nevada, doing a live show, uh, checking out the game, and reporting to you guys about it. We're really excited. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, real, I don't, I don't think I've ever spent an extended period of time in North Carolina, so that'll be that'll be fun. Going to Raleigh. It's at N, you said NC State. NC Is State. That, yeah. uh, it'll be a fun time. We'll make a trip down to the Wilmington area, see some of my family. We're also proud to announce that with partnership with Sierra Nevada, we'll be in Minneapolis for the 2021 Winter Classic. Yeah, we're that'll be a really fun that. time. We we'll, loved we loved Minneapolis. Oh, I love. That city. That's such a cool city, man. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna have us about thirteen more juicy Lucy's, right? Uh yeah. <laughs> At the minimum. <laughs> that was the most expensive part of our trip was Ubering <laughs> all the way to South Minneapolis to get those. Yeah. Worth it. Worth every bit of, of in like time, the four man. feet of snow. Those rideshare drivers though, they yeah. whip around there like it was nothing, man. Okay, so we had spoken about about old Kachuk and Cassian and how we'd come here and talk about Cassian if he pulls a dirty move. Well, it looks as though he has. And he yeah. tried to happy Gilmore a guy. He, yeah, <laughs> he tried that to stab was, him with a skate. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh he only got seven games for that. Only seven games. For, that's like almost an attempted murder. Like, he could have got that guy's neck or something. Yeah, that should have been a minimum of 12 games. That was scary. I guess they were adding those two games from when he, when he uh, <laughs> ragdolled Kachuk. Too. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, yeah, that was super scary. So, men of our words. They're not great words, generally, Bobby, but we are men of them. Dirty play. Didn't like to see that at all. That's uh, that's a lot different than what Kachuk did. You know, Kachuk was was playing on the puck a little bit. You know, I mean, it's questionable, but it was uh, closer to a hockey play than stabbing somebody. So <laughs> maybe St. Louis is going to try to get him. No, yeah. you think? <laughs> yeah, he'll fit right in for that city. 
Oh, but, man. All right. So, uh, another bad week for me in games of the week. Oh, shoot. Hey, do you want me to give the scoreboard update? Uh, I'm yeah. going to give him a scoreboard update, whether you like well, I was going not, to anyway, man. but feel free. So, we have two weeks of, of scored games that we've picked. I have 14 points. You have zero points, Bobby. Which is an improvement, it was. believe it or not. Because <laughs> last week I had negative one. We went uh, <laughs> we went six and six to, six to one this week. So it was a lot closer. A little better. Than it was last week. So you're getting there. It was it was losing the double down that killed me. I do wanna I do wanna remind you that we're not playing golf rules. We're playing like hockey rules. We're uh, I already called is, golf rules. So uh, now it's set. I called you do it a secret. You, I you called a it secret a secret recording. One night when you're really drunk. I just went, hey, golf rules. Golf rules, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, it's plausible. It could have happened. Okay. But, yeah, so um, why don't you give us your first game of the week? My first game of the week is Maple Leafs playing the Avalanche on Tuesday, the 18th. I'm going to go with the Leafs here. I actually have two Avalanche games this week. Uh, so I'm going to go Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Maple Leafs. I think that I think that they're, they're needing a little push in the East. Hopefully they can take down the abs for us. I mean, the Preds kind of moved into position pretty pretty close here lately. So I'm going to take the Maple Leafs. What about you, man? What do you got game one? All right. Well, you keep picking games before the episode drops. So I know. It's, it's so everybody can know how smart I am after they listen to it or forget. Uh, so I've got a Leafs game as well. Uh, my first game of the week is going to be on Thursday, the 20th. And I've got uh, Penguins versus Toronto. And I've got uh, Toronto taking that game. Okay, so a couple Leafs wins this week. I guess they're going to surge if if it were up to us. <laughs> yeah. Game two, I have the Islanders for uh, the Islanders playing the Avalanche uh, Wednesday the uh, the nineteenth. I actually have the Avs winning that one, and that will be my double down, man. I uh, I'm going to go with the Avs beating the Isles. So last week the Flames let me down. So now I'm out for a little bit of vengeance. Okay. I've got the on Friday the twenty first. I've got the Bruins and the Flames, and mm-hmm. I've got Pasternak and the Bruins taking it to them. I've got the Bruins winning in my double down. Okay, okay. Trying trying to play it safe. But when you do this, Bobby, you're inev- It's inevitably going to backfire. Yeah. The Flames are now <laughs> just going to stab you in the heart twice. Who? How does David Riddich let the Hawks score seven goals? He ever heard. since he ever since he did that celebration where he threw his stick up in the air, he's got a ridiculously bad stat line of like three something goals allowed per game or like four goals allowed per game and he's got like a point seven or point eight average he's a personal friend bobby i called in in a favor he's on one of my fantasy teams so no i don't know man good luck to you uh i'm actually i actually mean that i want i don't want it to be like 40 to nothing and that you know when we're coming up on the playoffs here i want this to be a game so i have for game number three Always happens. I always pick a lightning game. Lightning, go, uh, lightning, golden knights on Thursday, and I did a good job of spreading my games out this time, so people can try to watch all of them. I have the lightning winning this game. Uh, maybe they can. I picked against them last week, and so I'm going to do the opposite of you and actually go back and try to pick them and win back their favor. <laughs> all right. So I've got a uh, Preds game for Friday the 21st as well. It's uh, two teams in contention for a wild card spot. The Preds versus the Blackhawks, always a good, a good matchup. Yeah, that was. That I was mean, both teams always show up for each other. You know, we're we're in the home stretch now, mm-hmm. and it's time to put up or shut up. So the Preds need to show up, and I think it's going to be a good game. I'm picking with my heart and a little bit with my head here. I got the Preds beating the Hawks. Yeah, that's uh, 
I mean, at least one of your double or at least one of your picks last week, you felt good about the about losing it. You know, yeah, you picked, you picked the Blues, but the Preds won. So sometimes it feels good at that. So I think that's a good pick, man, and it would definitely be a good game. My last game, I have the. I also took the Bruins, uh, a Bruins game, but Saturday they are playing the Canucks, and so I actually. I, I wasn't brave enough to double down on it, but I'm going to take the Canucks for the for the W here, man. I mean, you never know when they're just going to sh- going to show up, and Markstrom's just going to shred you. So I think the I think that the Canucks beat the Bruins on Saturday. Yeah, the Bruins. That's the second game of back to back for the Bruins. Yeah. So I wonder who they'll put in goal on the on the first night. That'll that'll. I mean, they got two dope goalies though. So <laughs> does it really Halak matter? Ask. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, hopefully the Canucks can catch them, catch them sleeping. Yeah. So one thing I'm noticing is that I'm, I'm making the mistake of taking really good competitive games rather than easy games, which I should be Lay doing. Ups. Lay up. But it's not about That's me. Not it's fun. about you, the listener. This is the, they're supposed to be, we're supposed to be able to give, uh, give an argument for compelling, a compelling narrative, yeah. you know, of rivalry. So if you know if I saw this dude picking a picking a Senators <laughs> game every week or, or picking the team that's playing Detroit uh, Detroit li- have, uh, Lightning every I have, week, <laughs> I, have, I have four Detroit games this week. <laughs> then I'll then I'll have to I'll have to call I'll have to use the power of the of the fourteen zero lead to silence you. So who do you got? Yeah, so um, I've got. Uh, Caps versus the Penguins. That was a hard one to choose between who I wanted to win. I think I wrote it down like four times, changed my mind. Yeah, and that's I think, a tough game to pick right there. And what I did was, whatever my heart said, I went the opposite direction. I want I want the Capitals to win. I'm an OV fan. So I went the opposite direction. Because so far, my heart has let me down these past two weeks. Well, that, and it always feels good when you go against your heart. It's like betting on a t- the other team that's not your favorite team. Yeah. They win. You're Philly. Feel good. Who cares if I lost the 20 bucks or whatever? But if they lose, wow, I came into a little money. So So I've got the Penguins beating the Caps. Good call. Good call. All right. So before we move on, I want to talk real quick on the recent trade. A pretty pretty big trade. It's not in the dock, by the way. (laughs) So I was unable to do my traditional no research on this. So the Lightning traded away 2019 first round pick Nolan Foote and the first round pick they acquired from the Canucks to New Jersey in exchange for Blake Coleman. I think uh, I think it's a pretty good trade for the Lightning. I mean, they're getting stacked. Yeah, I mean, gonna. I mean, it's hard to say. What what need are they, is that team filling at this point? Yeah. You know, I mean, they're just they're just stacking on good players after good players. So Blake Coleman's had a hell of, hell, of, hell of a year, man. I think in Tampa he's not going to be a top six. I think no, he'll be a no, uh, how a third you? line left winger. You know, some, um, I some, mean, being a fourth liner in Tampa is most teams' for first line. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think it'll be a good move for Tampa. Uh, I wonder if Blake Coleman is having such an offensive showing because he was the only guy in New Jersey that was taking shots and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see if he can contribute to a a, a winning winning hockey games for the Lightning. They need some help in that area. They're not that good. <laughs> All right, so. Time to move outside the NHL for a bit. Miles Garrett has been reinstated to the NFL. Thoughts? I don't think criticisms. Should, I don't think that he should be allowed to wear a helmet anymore. <laughs> no, he just has to. <laughs> he has to go helmetless because we've seen what he can do with that as a, as a weapon. I fully wholeheartedly agreed that he should have been. I loved the rest of the season. Even as a joke, the NFL said, for all the season and the playoffs, as if the Browns <laughs> were going to make the playoffs, as if that was that was going to be a thing. So, I mean, I think it's fine that he's reinstated. He missed a, a good bit of games. I mean, it took Vontez Burfick trying to rip off three people's legs and kill two guys before before he uh, he was he was tossed for good. Miles Garrett coming back. 
I mean, we can all agree. Mason Rudolph started that fight, bro. Yeah. He started that fight. And whether or not, you know, there's reports, Miles Garrett said he used a racial slur. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever know the real story of what happened down on the field. I mean, you would think that some, I mean, there had to have been other Browns players and Steelers players. I, I've, I would imagine eventually you'll hear Pouncey or whatever. Because there was four or five guys there in that little group at that yeah. point when he's when he's going going rampage with the with the helmet so you know freddie kitchens got what he deserved on that uh you know after getting fired just completely aloof pretending as though his player didn't strike another player yeah. with a helmet you Wearing know that ridiculous shirt that he wore yeah the, what, what did it say uh mason started something, it or something like that, like that. something like, not get, smart for a head coach to be wearing i mean really for anybody it's silly yeah. But I mean, just have a little class, you know. I know, and I, I, I know that's not what the Cleveland Browns organization is known for—a little class. But come on, man. So we're in the middle of spring training right now, and let's talk the Astros. Man, <laughs> we we actually cleared a few things off the dock to talk about this for a little while because I was like, I don't want to just go in and scratch the surface on it. I want to talk about it. Yeah. I want to get the. I mean, just more and more stuff coming out. The way that all these guys are handling it, man, it makes you so, so mad. They're just they're just brushing it off as if there should be no recourse for their actions. It's absurd. You know, baseball wonders why it's dying. It's because of stuff like this. That there's everything in baseball is every rule, every sport has them. The list of unwritten rules. If they're not written down, they're not rules, okay? I, I'm i one of those guys that, look, sign stealing is is a part of the game. If your guy's on second base and he's able to signal the batter. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a part, a strategic part of the game. Yeah. Well, if you're going to show me your signs and your catcher leave your eyesight on where he, you can watch his signs, go for it. You know, that's not that's not cheating. That's playing the, that's playing yeah. the, the game. But just this whole ordeal with the veracity at which they are denying this and pretending like we we should have no right to think that they may have implemented this part after all the stuff that you we've already found out about that yeah. you've admitted to why would we give you the benefit of the doubt when you've given us no reason to do so you they haven't stripped you of your world series titles not a single player got in trouble and then i think it was i think manfred said pretty recently world series trophy it's just a piece of metal it's the world it's the world series you instead of playing down to make you make it this not seem as bad of a move why not play up to it it yes exactly it is a piece of metal the most coveted piece of metal in the mlb so basically what you're saying is we just play you people just play 162 games in the playoffs and it just doesn't matter cuz it's in the past this is this has been one of the grossest miscarriages of justice that I've, yeah. I think I've ever Listen, seen. Listen, I'm not a big MLB guy. I watch in October if the Red Sox are in the in the playoffs, but that's about it. I have I have some pretty extreme views on when it comes to rules that need to be changed. You're and, not a polarizing guy, generally. For example, <laughs> I think that PEDs should be 100% allowed, if not no, mandatory. mandatory. Well, see, yeah, if we're going to talk about And if you're not man enough to also, do what you need to do to win, there's a triple-A team hey, for you, buddy. buddy. Hey, get out of here, buddy. This is a steroid yeah. team. Also, let me hit you with this. My buddy Wheeler always pushes aluminum bats dude you think about it we start getting we start getting dingers eight, start getting eight nine hundred feet feet home runs dude baseball's back yeah. you know there may be a few pitcher casualties um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but uh, but really, one of the things that I think would actually be viable, now, it would never work because of the 13 baseball truthers in the whole country, 
and then not not thirteen thousand. There's like thirteen of these people, and they're well. Die, you'll never change my baseball. I thought they were gonna have a conniption fit when they put <laughs> replay in baseball. Yeah, they're like, are you kidding? It's the same play over and over again. No, but seriously, I think they should do go to seven innings. I think that would be first of all, it would speed up the game. And seven innings is enough. It would make it for better pitching. I mean, four innings is enough, really, for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, and you know, I like going to a baseball game, but they need to get these guys on like a shot clock or something. Yeah. Sorry, no more Garcia Parra. You don't get 17 minutes in between pitches anymore. Yeah. You know, no, that's, that's insane. That's absurd. You know, there's so much. There's so much to love about baseball. Also, I think they should take a hockey standpoint. If someone gets beaned, let them fight. Now they now they get they still get ejected from the game, but if they're gonna get ejected anyway, let them swing, let, let them, them fight, let them square up. Dude. Yeah, you know, finally they they're playing baseball for goodness sake. That, yeah, that guy hasn't run in like <laughs> a week because he's been in the hitting slump. Okay, <laughs> plays first base. So yeah, no, I I agree, man. Let them slug it out. I, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of the pitchers throwing it at guys' heads and stuff like that. I bet you the some of these Astro players are gonna get gonna get pelted. I this yes season. for sure. I think though where they're going to get it the worst is from the fans. This is a yeah. the, it's a long baseball season. Yeah, and I think at the beginning of the season they're going to band together and stay strong. But eventually, man, the abuse you're going to take from fans every away game is going to get old. You're going to get stuff thrown at you every. I mean, it's going to be well, bad. And some and uh, one of the guys was coming into training camp or something, and some fan was standing on the side and started beating on a trash can to him. You know, I think uh, that's good. And uh, yeah, they're not playing in L.A. this year. Uh, well, they're not playing the Dodgers this year. So a big block of Dodgers fans bought tickets to the Angels game <laughs> and is going to be there to heckle and cheer them. Wow. Yeah, poor you, do- poor Dodgers, you know. Yeah. Do you think do you think their championship should be vacated? Yes, absolutely. I don't think that then necessarily the Dodgers get no. it. You know, that's I don't think You think just vacated no winner for that year? No winner. No winner. They shouldn't be able to claim that. They shouldn't be able to hang it up anywhere. No. I agree. I don't um you know, a lot of people just want it to be awarded to the Dodgers, but no, I don't, that's not the way that's not the no, way it works. It's not you know, it's because what about the other teams they beat, you know, how many other rounds right. did they do this in? Right. You know, that, that I just vacate it and honestly I would just vacate the entire playoffs for that year. I mean it's been corrupted. Yeah. It's uh is a bad look, and it's making it's being made even worse by the the way that Manfred. It's been, and, I've never and, seen a players are treating us yeah. stupidly. I've like never seen a crisis handled so bad in my life. It is baseball, so they, <laughs> I mean, I think that not every, many crises. Every more every morning, the commissioner of baseball looks up and he says, "You got lives to ruin today, buddy," <laughs> <laughs> and he puts his suit on two legs at a time. He doesn't even use one leg at a time. He's not even that guy. All right, it's time for a mid-roll and time to pay the bills. Today's episode of Pucks Out Podcast is brought to you by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Sierra Nevada has been family-owned and operated since 1980. The number one craft brand in 2018 continues to be the number one selling hazy IPA and the fastest-growing craft brand in 2020. Go get yourself the 2019 gold medal winning Hazy Little Thing IPA and experience the crisp and refreshing magnum hops that they have to offer. Now back to the show. All right, it's time for a joke of the week. And I've got a uh, pretty ridiculous story coming out of well, where else than Michigan? So that's not really where I expected you to say, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I Detroit. Thinking, I was thinking Florida. <laughs> <laughs> well, Detroit in particular. So this was reported back in January. A person of color, Mr. Thomas, up there had just settled a discrimination lawsuit with his former employer. Then he took that discrimination a lawsuit 
uh, check to the bank and they refused to <laughs> cash the check and ended up calling the cops on him. And then he went and filed another discrimination suit against the bank. I mean, you know, <laughs> shoot your shot, man. You got <laughs> I just I can't believe that. You know, that's a. Uh... Well, that seems like a joke, Bobby. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. I mean, it sounds I like assumed it was the onion, but it wasn't the onion. It was real life. Man, that is stuff only uh, only for satire sites. I cannot believe yeah. that this is even real. What, did he try to cash the check? Like, how, Or did he just try to deposit it? I think it? he, he tried to, to deposit it, and they wouldn't deposit it. Well, I mean, and they tried to say, oh, well, the check said void on it. Like, come on, man. No, it didn't. What? Like, I mean, he was going to deposit it. So if it's fake, no harm, no foul, right? Yeah. You, can, you got a time to figure this out. Like. Well, maybe we should verify, you know, <laughs> sorry, sir. This is, you know, this big sum of money. We got to call some people and make sure I'm sure. But they called they, the police on him. No, no. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm sure that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was other people to call like, okay, so this is from a settlement. Should we call the company that this check is from to see if that's the case? No, no, Bob. <laughs> no police. <laughs> get, the, get the police down here. Stat. What a joke. All right. So time to move into some pop culture. Uh, it is our first episode talking Marvel. My goodness, Bobby. I have been freaking marathoning, dude. I am, I've been doing so, so much Marvel watching so many movies, <laughs> dude. I'm not a movie guy. You know that about me. I've watched what, like 16 in like the past like week and a half, two yeah. weeks. So I've got it. I got through it though. I got through all the way through Endgame. Awesome. Awesome, awesome stories. There was only a few that I didn't didn't really like. I think we're gonna do like a full discussion next week. But I yeah. think this week we're just doing the our top, top five. five. Yep, five our, we're ranking our top five Infinity Saga movies. Okay, so I'll start us off here. Number five. You haven't had a chance to see this actually because it's not on Disney Plus. So we have to. You you said, oh, you don't have to watch this, bro, and then throw it in your top five. Well, Thanks. because it, well, I Thanks. wanted you to watch everything that had to do. So I wanted you to get to Endgame and Infinity War. Thanks a lot, Bobby. <laughs> so, <laughs> and this is actually uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Looks good. You know, Spider-Man, they've been trying to get that series off the ground for like two decades now. People, there are a lot of Tobey Maguire truthers out there <laughs> that don't want to see. And I, I was one of them, Bobby, but even seeing... Uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man in the other MCU movies. Yeah. He's awesome. He does he's a amazing. really, really good Spider-Man. Yeah. He breathes new life into a hero that, you know, like I said, they've been trying to get off the ground for so long, and he finally has done it. It was it, it was a fun movie to watch. It didn't have a lot to do with the grander scheme of things in with the Infinity Stones, but sometimes that's good. It's just a fun movie to watch. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I can agree with that. I wish I could have seen it, but <laughs> no, that's a, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing that in, in far from home. Those are the only two. I haven't I had a chance to see far from home yet. See that. Uh, so my number five is actually guardians of the galaxy volume one. I really enjoyed that movie a whole lot. And I like the fact that they're more of that band of misfits than they are superheroes. Yeah. I like know? that movie a lot. And so, so I, I really, I really enjoyed guardians of the galaxy one. You got to love Andy Dwyer. Andy Dwyer, you got yeah, you gotta love Andy Dwyer, uh, Chris Pratt. Sorry, I couldn't think of it, could not think of his name. But also, I really liked that because it was so entangled in the Power Stone, and so yeah. it was directly related to. You could see the link. Now they all have links, but this, this was one was just, a direct see, link for the Ronan, plot. Ronan the Destroyer is sent. So 
I loved I loved Guardians one, but all these people just give the stones that they get to like just like some terrible cop agency, like, yeah, like the Nova Corps. Like they would have done a better job protecting that stone. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's uh, so that's that's the most interesting thing to me is like somebody wasn't like, hey, should we just have this like glorified space FBI <laughs> not hold this? Yeah. <laughs> So moving on to my number four, this was the original Avengers. Hey, that's what I got too. And I actually rewatched that this morning, dude. dude so we it's can really good. talk yeah. about it. Um, the Battle of New York was just amazing. And I think above all else, Mark Ruffalo steals the show yeah. as the Hulk. Yeah, he does such a good he, job. It is such a good representation of the Hulk. And I mean, let's be honest, Edward Norton was never like natural playing the Hulk. I like the movie, but yes. I just yeah. didn't, you just don't you just don't feel that. I mean no. and, and don't get me wrong. I love Edward Norton. Yeah. He is He's a great actor. American History X is one of the best movies of all time in my opinion. So so I love him, but I agree with you. Mark Ruffalo gives gives you that kind of scientisty feel that you never really got from from Norton. Or at least I did. Yeah. So obviously my number four is also Avengers One. I really liked the fight scene between Iron Man, Thor, and then old old, old Papa Captain America. Oh, in the woods. In. Yeah, in the yeah, wood. that was a lot of fun. I've watched that on YouTube a couple of times. It's really fun. That's a fun one to watch. Old Papa Cap comes in. <laughs> and he, hey, you boys, you gotta stop fighting. You know, because he's like ninety. <laughs> the boomer. He's, yeah. yeah, he's like, okay, buddy, okay. <laughs> you know what always in- intrigued me because we got all the way through Captain America, who always has these strong opinions of how things should be done. He himself had never been to space, so <laughs> so I just felt like. Maybe that that's kind of like Yoda when he was the boss. Like maybe he doesn't have the freshest ideas and his viewpoint <laughs> is a little warped. But Avengers 1 is cool. You get to see uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. That is a, a great showing. So my number three, I actually have, I, I believe it's it's full title is Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Awesome. I, I love that movie. I love the collaborations that you'll see this as evidenced in my my top five picks i love the everybody coming together even if they're fighting each other or whatever you know ant-man paul Rudd, yeah the ant-man ant-man or ant-man and the wasp didn't make my top five but really 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 entertaining movies i yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed both of those and so he he kind of stole civil war at, there at the end too yeah. so and it's funny because it so directly ties into infinity war and why he's not not around and that yeah so uh so yeah so i have have civil war as my number three so yeah number three i've got another avengers movie age of ultron this one got a lot of heat from a lot of people a lot of people didn't like it yeah it's known as like one of the not it's known as probably the worst avengers movie which is crazy because i loved it man too man james i mean yeah the team starts to click together you got robert california as the bad guy i mean it's just a fun movie yeah, I really like. I actually have that as my number two. Yeah, and we get to meet Vision finally, and obviously the Scarlet Witch. You yeah. know, that's uh, Wanda. Yeah, Wanda. Yeah, so I I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. So I don't I don't know why why folks didn't like it. I, again, I like the team up type of type of deal. So it's cool to have to see him fight an AI that was they themselves created. Basically, the best of all. Well, of not them. they, Tony. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's not you know spread the blame they're a, around. They're a team, buddy. Okay, <laughs> they're they're a team. One guy cheats, the whole team cheats. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, obviously, you just said my number two, Age of Ultron. Uh, I liked it for very similar reasons as you what do you have at your number two man number two i've got infinity war 
Okay, wow. This was a decade of breadcrumbs that finally cultivated in some of the best fights in the entire saga. Oh my gosh. I, I actually have that as my, my number one. Yeah. So now I think when Thor gets his new hammer, or I guess axe. Um, axe, yes. It, one of the best entrances in all of the saga. Yeah. It's so badass. Yeah, when he comes flying in on that, yeah. on that on the lightning and, and that battle going on in Wakanda that's, yeah. that's happening. I think that, I mean, Thor was probably the closest to defeating Thanos. He had just had him. Yeah. Didn't go for the head. Should have gone for and the I head. And I love Thanos. Honestly, Thanos is one of my favorite villains he, in all of cinema. He's making a lot of sense sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you know? he's not completely wrong. I mean, yes, the genocidal part, you know, in his crazy head, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, and like, I liked it because he wasn't this... He didn't want world domination. Evil. Right. He didn't it wasn't care about, about world domination. Power. He didn't care about anything like that. He really had this one goal, and he stuck to it. Yeah. But I thought that Tony, or Iron Man, basically almost had him. Almost had that gauntlet off. If Oh, yeah. You know, you and it's funny when that- So you weren't a fan when the movie- I don't think you really like cared that much when the movie came out on the Reddits. Oh, trust me. Chris Pratt got a- Star-Lord got a lot of hate. For screwing that fight up. Yeah. Well, see, and that's what I was thinking. You guys got three folks, three, four folks here fighting. But why are you guys always only fighting one at a time? Like, I know there was that one part where they're, like, holding him and they're trying to pull it. Tom Holland, you don't know how to pull a gauntlet off, bro. You're, <laughs> I mean, you got super, super webs and it's just like, oh, I've got it now. Why didn't you have it before? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I didn't understand that. So Andy Dwyer coming in and, and messing it up, messing up pretty bad. So, but yeah, Tony got mad and, and really almost had that, had that off. So that was probably in that movie. I think he, that was probably the, my favorite fight scene. And then he snaps out yeah. and goes to Wakanda yeah. to get the other one. And now that was your number one, wasn't it? Yes, that was was my number one. I loved it all the way through. And then at the very end when they're fighting and it's just people start dissipating. I obviously didn't have to have to deal with this, but most people had to wait an entire year to find out what was going to happen. So I had to, <laughs> I had to wait a day. So that was a lot, a lot better. Yeah. So my number one, it's kind of out of left field, but when I think, you know, it was, the, it was, it was the most fun movie to watch for me. And that is Thor Ragnarok. Thor, it was, it was a really good movie. It was yeah. very lighthearted. You kind of start seeing the yeah, Hulk. You know, it's fun. It's silly. It's great action. That's what these movies are about. At the end of the day, that's what these Marvel superhero movies are about. They're not going to win awards. They're not, you know, for cinema heads. They're not for, you know, the Sundance folks. They're for men and women that just want to watch awesome action. I mean, and that's what this movie was. The best soundtrack in the entire saga, for one. I mean, in the arena, when he's like, oh, I know him from work. Yeah. <laughs> and Loki's face is like, oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was awesome. And you could tell that Taki Waititi, and I think I might be butchering his name, but Taki Waititi, uh, his Thor is my favorite Thor. The serious, but yet kind of aloof you know having yeah. fun he's he's really funny and then they all all the movies had a little bit of evidence of that where yeah they haven't, haven't but like you know stuff, some movies they know. make thor way too serious right and look at his upbringing that's not who thor is thor yeah. was the quarterback of the football team no worry silver spoon yeah you know his, he was the favorite son of odin got loki. anything he wanted yeah. loki was the was the super serial yeah guy yeah absolutely and in the i was surprised that endgame didn't make my list but for so for so many yeah. reasons i loved the whole movie i loved what it represented i loved the closing out to all the stories yeah. it's three hours long <laughs> it was very long <laughs> me, and, me and stephanie watched it and we kept pausing be like all right well, how much left okay how is there still an hour and 30 <laughs> minutes left i feel like i've watched the whole movie so it was super long it was a great ending to the saga but 
as far as the way that it makes you feel at the end, you know, there's this existential dread that you're now done with this universe and this this entire saga is is done. You know, there's nothing to look forward to in terms of yeah. the the Infinity Stones. Yeah, so we'll continue. This is just a two-part series on Marvel. So next week, we'll just have a general discussion, and then we'll move on. And yeah. we're going to take a break from talking movies or anything like that and just kind of do some general discussion about life. You know, we'll do some would-you-rather questions, you know, just kind of more of a take the comedic route and, yeah. you know, just take it easy. So, uh, Brandon, what are you binging right now, man? I am. I don't even have a show on here because <laughs> I've I've just like I've told you I've been marathoning these movies. If I get a chance to sit down and watch one of them, I knew I needed to. So I've been binging Marvel movies. <laughs> Funnily enough, <laughs> always good. Uh, so always, uh, so always good. Maybe I'll try to keep up a little bit when they're coming out <laughs> this next time, so I don't have, yeah. to, have to do something like this again. But so I would say I'm binging Marvel movies and you know keeping it old school. Like I've been drinking some Coors Light. You no. Know, Mountains are turning blue for me. All that good stuff. Sometimes they just hits the spot. And you know what people have told me about Coors Light and canoeing, right? They're both near water. So, I mean, I've been staying hydrated as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, one thing I know you were also binging. You were at my house the other day. We were playing some NHL 3s. Is, oh, yeah. uh, that, is that Porter? The, 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 the Porter that black, I hated. The Blackstone Porter that you came on here and accused of being Black Abbey. <laughs> And it wasn't, but I drank all five of those beers and they were delicious, everybody. So I do want to give a shout out to the, was it the St. Charles Porter? St. Charles Porter. It was fine, everybody. Don't listen to Bobby's opinion of it. So go have one for yourself. If you're, if you're a fan of Porter's, you're not going to like it. Yeah. It was kind of, it was almost like a hoppier. Yeah. It was weird. But yeah, so I've been binging um, in the show Travelers on Netflix with uh, Eric McCormick, uh, the lead actor from Will and Grace was in it. But yeah, so honestly, uh, now that we are officially sponsored by Sierra Nevada, I have been uh, drinking that uh, hazy little thing. I'm trying to get my hands on some of that Norwal, hint, hint, to our sponsor. Yeah. Uh, and I, I definitely want to try that out. It's their porter. It's I their d- dark beer, and I, I want to drink that. And you know, as a dark beer guy, I'm excited to try it. I And I and I, found, I think we're contractually obligated to not, in, not enjoy other beers now. Right? Yeah. We're allowed to have them. We're allowed to drink them. <laughs> But we can express no positivity one way or the other about the, about the beers. So, except um, for my Guinness. <laughs> all right. So, uh, pushing into what snaps your stick, brought to you by Sierra Nevada. Tastes like home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, let me start off with mine, uh, and this is something like all of my takes, pretty decisive. That is letting fans vote players in for the All Star. Did you mean divisive or decisive? Oh, did I because say decisive? You said right, decisive. Right. No, no, you're leaving this in there, Bobby. I'm not letting you get this out of there. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Luckily, I'm the one who edits. <laughs> Everything you decide is decisively. <laughs> All right. So, one thing that really snaps my stick is letting fans vote for the players in All Star games. I understand doing like the last man in thing for NHL, letting them vote one guy in. Yeah, letting the fan favorite in. But that's not what the All-Star game is supposed to be about. The All-Star game is supposed to be uh, showcasing the best talent in the league. The fans are stupid. We, as fans, are not smart when it comes to who's the best person in the league because we, we vote with this thing called our heart. 
We should let the league vote for it. the stats. I vote with my, with my hand, Bobby. And it's usually online. Oh, I should see a doctor about that then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be putting the phone inside of your chest. To you mean this? The oh, I've been doing it like uh, Indiana Jones, Kalimon it out and just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, I mean, you know, probably not as decisive as you think it is. <laughs> We're really tearing our fan base apart here, Bobby, with these, <laughs> with these hot takes. <laughs> okay, so my sports answer is games that don't start at the time that they yes. are scheduled at. If you tell me as a fan that the Predators game, and now I will say that hockey is not as bad as other sports, football. Oh, my God. But if you say that game starts at 7, my mind, what should be happening at seven o'clock puck drop. is you should be dropping the puck and the game is starting. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is everybody's got really busy lives and going to a game, not just Preds games, Titans games, soccer games, whatever. And now soccer is actually really, really good about that. You know, you're this is the time that the game kicks off and then they run the clock and then nobody gets to have extra time except for a few minutes at the at the end of the the halves but yeah so i i I can't stand it when they tell me game starts at this time and then really it starts 30 minutes later and so that would easily be one of my sports snapping my stick i for me for that i I like to give them a five to ten minute waiver. Sure, sure. But what I don't like is when it's more than fifteen minutes. If it's right. se- if if we're going on seven thirty and puck was supposed to drop at seven, I'm get a, it together. I'm a, if you've got pregame stuff you need to do, like some a ceremony, cool. Yes. Start it earlier. Yes. Or tell us the game starts at seven thirty. Seven fifteen. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I take take this stuff into account. That. Right. Take people's time into account. I agree with you on that. I'm not saying it needs to be. Oh wow, seven oh one. Look yeah. at this. They're She's in the middle of the time. anthem and she just gets pulled to the side. Right. Oh no, right, we got to start it. I want to <laughs> highlight that what you're saying is is very correct i'm giving you some window but yeah. seven doesn't mean seven fifteen no. seven doesn't mean seven twenty five it means seven know, to seven seven to seven ten get your stuff together but again you get paid a lot of money to do this so it should be yeah realistically it should be you have a couple days to practice the ceremony stuff yeah and i get if you've got a back-to-back and you got like something happened you got a ceremony fine you know we're reasonable people to an extent yeah <laughs> <laughs> we, we we don't we it's not like we dedicate an entire section of our show to complaining about things Bobby. <sighs> we should though i think that'd be a great idea for a show you know what my complaint is gonna be that we don't complain enough it, that is very true <laughs> we will do better for you the fans and we will make sure we get our complaining levels higher. Higher. And so, I've got a great one for you right now. Okay. What do you got? Non-sports. For non-sports. People who don't know how bars work. Oh, when you go up to, When one. I go to the bar, especially at Predators what game up in the all-inclusive one. zone, you get to the bar and there's queues. Don't line up in a queue, you man. That's not up. how bars work. You, you see... And especially in a situation where you're getting a free drink, why are you lining up behind the cash register when there will be no cash exchange yeah. in this instance? <laughs> like you, if there's an open spot at the bar, you go to that open spot and you wait. I know people think that you're like genius when you do it. I'm like, hey guys, yeah. this is a bar. That or some a... boomer looks at you like you're the worst person in the world. I wasn't paying attention. I was getting two. <laughs> yeah. I was getting two beers, Bobby. <laughs> And we might have and we might have learned that from our college bar gyms. You know, yeah. that's probably where we learned it from. Well, or, that was that was that was a true fortress of of bardom. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> having boobies or flirting with the bartender got you nothing. They they talked one language. 
tips. And it was how much money am I going to make by serving yeah. this guy over this guy? And so you could go up to it. We could go up to it with a crowded bar, hundred people. I would always take a little stool and just move it up yeah. behind everybody and like pop my head over the over the crowd, and they'd come see me because they know. Yeah. They're gonna probably the more the more drinks they get me, they're just raising that yeah. tip percentage. <laughs> so PSA: If you're at a bar and there's a line, skip the line and go to an open spot. That's how bars work. And if someone tries to give you shit, tell them that they are wrong and that they shouldn't be there and they should go home. You, you sir, you've had too many. Is <laughs> yeah. what I would say. But no, th- there is there will be a specific indication to you if you're supposed to line up in a queue if it's a subway style situation. Yeah. Okay. Don't walk into the middle of the, of the subway glass and skip people. <laughs> That's not how that works. All right. So my non-sports is. We always have car stuff, and I guess it's because we live in Nashville and basically live half of our lives in traffic. Cars that don't fully get in the turn lane, that hang out into your into the second lane. Like what? Why are you why are you taking up two lane? No, sometimes I, I get the impossible not to do yeah. that. Right. I'm not I'm not a I'm not a madman. We're still gonna bitch at you, but I'm we get bitch. it. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So I you know, I don't get it. I don't get what it is. Like you not feel comfortable driving your car, you're not able to turn it, or you you know you not not understand how cars work that I can't now pass through your bumper and it now inconveniences not only me, but every thousand and other people that are behind me in again dense Nashville traffic sometimes. So that is that is really snapping my stick. But before we get out of here, I did want to quick give a shout out to our DC defenders. Now two, two and oh, baby. baby. Yeah, baby, two and oh. But that wasn't even the biggest win on the field. That the, be- the beer snake. The beer snake that what had to have spanned what do you, what would you say? 16 to 20, 30 rows, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it was, it had to have been like $30,000 worth of beer in the, in the, in that beer snake. So I was, uh, I was very surprised. And they, and I just kept thinking when they're showing it that it's going to end soon. And it just never ended. It was so long. So shout out to our, to our boys since this is a Defenders podcast. All right, before we sign off, we recently had another Twitter campaign for some free tickets. You had to like, retweet, and comment with who you would take to the game for the February 27th Star Wars game. Ooh, I think, hey, we're going to that game too. Yeah, we'll so. be there, and we are excited. And I am proud to announce that the winner for this week is Mrs. Vera Todd. So oh, you have okay. 24 hours to contact us for your tickets, and if she doesn't contact us, we will contact somebody else from the uh, who was entered in. So, you know, thank you for entering. And uh, we don't have any free tickets for the next week, but stay tuned. We, we will keep doing some giveaways. We're going to have some Sierra Nevada swag. Yeah, we'll be doing in. some of that. We're give and away. for next, unfortunately, there's no seats available for this coming up season. But next season, we'll be doing some where you can win a single ticket sitting next to us in the Dirk Bentley all-inclusive zone. Why would they want that, Bobby? Well, <laughs> very. You don't. You don't have to talk to us if you don't want to. But the you'll be seated is, next to us, and that comes with all you we, can eat, all you can drink, we, some desserts. We want engagement from the <laughs> folks. We want them to actually want, <laughs> want these. No, that's awesome. So, so congratulations, Miss Todd, uh, on your tickets. Look forward to hearing from you. All right. So, before we sign off today, uh, what did you learn in this episode, Brandon? Uh, I would. I would say I learned that divisive is a very <laughs> difficult word for you to master. I really hope I don't. <laughs> that out and most people have no idea what you're talking about yeah if, if, if you try to edit this out i learned that bobby said divisive 
<laughs> instead of or decisive instead of divisive like four times. And so when he inevitably edits it out, I throw it in the what I learned section. So you couldn't so you couldn't get me. Well you might just hear me mimicking Brandon's voice. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I learned nothing. <laughs> I'm, 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 a, dumb. I'm stupid. I'm huh? dumb. Dang it. He got me. <laughs> I actually forfeit all my games of the week. <laughs> I want to give all my points to Bob. Why am I doing a voice? <laughs> uh, well, I learned that uh, I need to hold better onto my beers because during we took a break for a second and I spilled my beer all over my pants. So. Rookie, rookie. Fallen soldier. It's, uh, hey, I only spilled a little bit. You, you said it. I mean, you said it. You said it best. The dangers of the game, man. Yeah, the dangers game. of the trade. <laughs> all right. So it's about time to sign off. For Brandon Bond, this is Bobby Butler signing off. This has been episode five of the Pucks Out podcast, part of the Penalty Box Radio Network. Have a great day. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.